Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Beyond Times Square webinar today. We are here to talk about the holidays in New York City. And in just a moment, I'm going to turn it over to Eric. But before I do that, touching base with all of you to make sure that you can see his screen, we've got the Beyond Times Square logo up in the uh, left-hand corner and then uh, green background and the title, The Holidays in New York City. So if you're not seeing that, just locate the blue or orange flower at the bottom of your monitor. Click on that and everything comes back into view. We love it when you send questions, so we hope you will use the question box over on the right-hand side of your screen to send us any questions that you might have. And we are also recording today. We will send you the link to this replay along with our other webinars that we've done. So you'll have that full landing page to refer to this topic and others as well. Remember that you can listen through the phone or your computer speakers. I will say that the phone may be more reliable and a stronger connection for you, but the computer audio does work well. If it starts getting glitchy, my advice would be to just close down other programs that you might have running on your same computer. Give yourself a little bit stronger internet uh, bandwidth. So that takes care of the technical side of things, and we can get started with our presentation now. Once again, welcome to our Beyond Times Square webinar today. We are here to talk about the holidays in New York City. And our speaker today is Eric J. Gordon, New York City expert with Beyond Times Square. Eric, welcome. Live from New York, it's Thursday afternoon with Beyond Times Square. Yay! Applause. Hey, how's everybody going today? Hope everyone's doing well. Um, I'm here. I'm going to be talking to you guys about the holidays. Um, it was funny because before the phone call, me and Lee were talking, and she's like, I was out in a store the other day. I hope, Lee, I hope it's okay that I'm talking about your personal life. So I was yeah, in the totally store the other fine. day, and she's like, I, I saw Christmas trees for sale. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, but I'm talking about the holidays. so. You know, maybe it does, really does start earlier and earlier every year. So, um, uh-oh, one minute, wrong button. Yep, now I went too far. So, um, for those of you who are new, that is me or a good drawing of me. That makes me look a little better. Um, my name is Eric Gordon. I am a New York City expert. I am uh, with uh, founder of Beyond Times Square, currently executive vice president of business development, but i am uh, been in the industry for years and years and years, like 25 or 26. Um, I've been all over the United States. I've been selling luxury travel for my entire my entire career of, uh, of 26 years. Um, and I'm a native New Yorker, and I like to do stuff in New York and all the destinations we sell, but New York is my home. So you're hearing from someone who knows what they're talking about, and I'm talking about a great city and a great company. Uh, a quick overview. Okay, we're gonna hang on one second as my computer's just being a real pain. There we go. Uh, who is Beyond Times Square? We offer private one-of-a-kind experiences in New York City, DC, Boston, Philly, Niagara Falls. Um, and there are areas we do FITs and groups. So please think of this, those for both. And we believe that travel advisors and tour operators are the most important link we have to the traveling public. And uh, we offer 100% to you and your clients. So you guys are my salespeople. You guys are, are, are beyond Times Square salespeople. And I want my salespeople to be happy because you're out there selling our product. So we like to do a lot of stuff for our salespeople in the way of making sure that you guys get paid commission on everything you sell and making sure that uh, you get paid your commission on time. We try to make your life easy. 
Um, so, you know, always call on us. We try to, some proposals, if it's some of our more, you know, are customized, but kind of like uh, things that are ready to sell and can be customized, you know, we can actually get you a proposal sometimes in like 10 minutes, not just sometimes, pretty often. So I'm glad to, to, to be at Beyond Times Square and, and be able to do those things. What we offer, I'm not going to read the list. You can take a look at it. We'll talk about some programs at the end of this webinar. Um, there are some things I do want to mention before we get into it. Because I always like to let you guys know like what we're capable of. Um, that way you know when you're talking to your clients what Beyond Times Square is capable of. Um, I've mentioned that we do private yachts. It's up on here the other day. And then about uh, it happened. We did it last Friday. And we probably got the call like maybe a few days beforehand. Or maybe they paid final a few days beforehand. But we had a, a good client of ours, travel advisor, uh, actually an owner call us that he had a group, small group four, six people coming in, do a private yacht, wanted it very high-end, nice stuff and whatnot, and Lisa in my office was working on it. She got the yacht set up, and then she was thinking about food, and she literally, she 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 was looking at, we had a caterer that we don't work with anymore, and then she was looking at stuff from the new caterer. She was like, Eric, I don't like the new caterer. I don't think they're going to understand exactly what they're doing. I made a change with the caterer. I went to a place that I've used in the past that I know is really, really good. And um, I went, since they wanted a particular champagne, I went to a liquor store that, um, it's a very large liquor store that I know has a lot of different things. And, you know, it's like, it's empowering your clients to do things, your clients, empowering your staff to do things on their own. And she made those changes. She went to the boat, made sure everything was to her liking the way it was. And it went off without a hitch. And because we know we need to do those things because we know that's what you would do for your clients. So I was really, um, I'm proud of my team when they take it upon themselves to say, how can I make this guest experience better? What can I do to make these clients be like, wow, I'm going to go back to that travel advisor and book my next trip because this trip was so great. And also, just to let you know, we now have a marketing manager on staff, Danny May. Um, she might be listening to this webinar. I'm not sure. Uh, but Danny May is our marketing manager. So you will see a uh, – you'll still, be, still get to hear my wonderful voice twice a month if you attend the webinars. But uh, Danny uh, – is now a part of Beyond Times Square. I'm very excited. She is so much smarter than I am, which is great. So into stuff. We are talking about November and December holidays. And November holidays start off with Thanksgiving. And as many of you might know, I think you guys do, is Beyond Times Square does a wonderful, this is our fifth year doing our thanks, private Thanksgiving Day parade party, exclusive VIPs, view of the parade, indoors, don't have to deal with crowds, don't have to deal with finding a bathroom, don't have to worry about food, don't have to worry about the kids running off. You can go downstairs and watch if you want to outside, but most people come back up and say, this is so much better because I have tons of food and it's all really good food. And I have champagne and mimosas and Bloody Marys. We are over half sold. Um, in the last five, six days, starting last week to this week, so business days, like six days, we sold another 16 spot, 15 spots, so they're going. So get your clients who want to do this. Get them going now because you don't want them to be disappointed. Um, we have two different levels. We have gold and we have premium. I know there's plenty of gold seats left. Um, I know we just sold three premium, maybe five premium at, of those uh, 15 that we sold. Um, premium just have a different kind of view and uh, uh, private weight service. Uh, but it really is a great event. And, and some things I want to mention about the event that I think makes it so special. It's, I mean, it's great. It's a bucket list item. People want to see the parade as it goes by and not be in the crowds because 
you know, I go every year to this event. And one thing that I know when I get there at, you know, we start letting people in around 8.15. I know when I get there at like 7.15, 7.30, there are already people outside on the street, four people deep in the cold, if it's cold, in the rain, if it's raining, in the snow, if it's snowing, standing on the street, no coffees, no bathrooms, unless you want to wait online. And once you leave your spot, you may not get it back because maybe it's a happy holiday, but people are out there, they're, they're getting a little bit upset, they're standing. So um, that is uh, when, when, it's, when people want to do it this way, I like to say it's Thanksgiving made very, very civilized. Um, and also one of the greatest things about this, and I get this from, I get a question from travel advisors and everyone in my office does. They're like, oh, my, my clients, they want to book a hotel room that overlooks the parade so they can just watch it in their pajamas. And I'm like, okay, I see that point. You know, you can just wake up and watch the parade. But now it's like the four or the five or the six of you in a hotel room looking out the window. And, you know, the parade gets kind of, it has parts that are thin. There's not a ton going on. So then you don't notice that when you watch it on television, but when you're watching it live, there's just like these kind of gaps where they just have people walking down with these stars on them, that same Macy's. And, you know, they look cool, but they're nothing like overly special. And then what do you do when you're in your hotel room? What do you do? You start watching the TV because it's right there and the parade is on. Where when you come to our event, you're with 70, it would hold 70 people. The room holds about 110. We have 70 people and you are there watching the parade you're interacting people are talking uh beyond Times square people like myself are walking around and making sure everything is okay plus our wait staff that's there that really does a bang up fantastic job but people make a new they make new friends it's like i like to call it it's my new thanksgiving family each year and the big conversations yes college football because we got a lot of the southerners you know georgia and alabama um i believe it's it georgia alabama yeah i'm not a big college uh, football fan. Um, but like Georgia, Alabama, you get kids who didn't know each other, you know, playing together during the breaks. Um, people are eating, they're having a couple of drinks and it just, it's a party and it's a party where everyone is there to have a good time. There's no anything except really just like fun and family and love. So when your clients talk to you about Thanksgiving and doing something the right way, this is it. And the views of those balloons, like we are going to be at, you're on the second floor, so they're at eye level. So it really is just like some of the best views you can get. So please uh, uh, contact our office about it after this webinar. You will get a uh, um, attachments, and this program will be one of the attachments, but it's really, really amazing. So um, moving on. So talking about uh, that Thanksgiving event, which is for families, but we do get couples who have it as a bucket list item. We actually had last year a, a, a like couple in their 70s from Australia. You know, they're not, they don't even celebrate Thanksgiving, but they wanted to come and see the parade. So first, holidays are for families. You want to talk about what family stuff is good for the holidays. And I mean, New York has so many good things to do, um, whether you're with a family or on your own. So I have a few things here that are, are, are some little photos, and we'll get to some other photos about stuff. But um, one of the big things people love to come and do is the windows, and they want to see the windows at Macy's, which are probably the most famous. Um, I mean, because Macy's is the provider of the Thanksgiving Day Parade, and, and the windows are right at 34th Street. You know, they're, they're, they're very close to Midtown. They, um, it's a store for everyone. They have something for everybody. So Macy's does a, a, 
just a gigantic, gigantic job. It's, it's a huge focus of New York City. It's promoted all over the world. So you definitely want to check out the Macy's windows. If you're going to be uptown and you're going to be on the Upper East Side um, of Manhattan, then you have Bloomingdale's and Barney's. And those are, um, you know, they're great windows. There's not as many as, as, as Macy's has. But if you're going to be in that area, and I happen to be just a big fan of the Upper East Side. And it's, it's, it's you know, it is a wealthy part of New York City. Um, it has a lot going on. There's a lot of residential. But because it has a lot of that old New York feel, because it has some of the, it has still old mansions and townhouses, and especially during the holidays, it kind of just emits this, just like an overall feeling that like this is New York in the winter. Like this is where you want to walk down the street, like holding your daughter's hand, you know, as she's like looking at like the brownstones and the buildings and the lights and then all the trees going up Park Avenue. So think if you're doing something a little bit, you know, further away and we do this on our, our holiday lights tour, um, because there are so many different areas of the city, it really is special to kind of catch like the Barneys and the Bloomingdale's windows. Um, and then, of course, there's Saks. And um, Saks, I, I would have been great if I had a video to show you Saks, because Saks is almost like a, a light show. So besides the window, they do an entire light show. So right across from Rockefeller Center, you know, you have the tree and you have the rink and you have all the stuff on 6th Avenue, like this stuff down here in the corner. Um, there's just this, this, this spectacle that you can't help but notice that I will be honest drives, you know, New Yorkers like myself crazy because I can't get down the street, but no New Yorker has any business being in Rockefeller Center area or Saks during the holidays unless they want to experience the holidays because it's for people to experience the holidays. And that's what it's about. It's crowded. It's fun. It's crazy. Um, but those are my windows, Macy's, Saks, Barney's, and Bloomingdale's. I mean, those are, I would say, the most popular ones uh, that people can definitely go hit. And then the other thing is ice skating. And I just have a little picture up here of Rockefeller Center. Um, people love Rockefeller Center ice skating because it is Rockefeller Center and the tree is there and whatnot. But it's not the biggest rink in the world. I will say that. So we actually offer a VIP package where you can skip the line and get on the ring sooner or go on before anybody else does or afterwards. Um, but it's, it's, it's an iconic rink. Um, you know, so we, we, we always sell it because people want to do it. But the rink over in Bryant Park, I do have to say, is much larger. Um, it is uh, easy to get to. I mean, they're both easy to get to from Times Square if you're spending some time in that area. Um, they're both a little bit beyond Times Square, um, but I'm bummed. So it's a little bit uh, just uh, Bryant Park's a little bit west of beyond Times Square. And what's really, sorry, east of beyond Times Square. And what's cool about Bryant Park, and I'll show you in some of the later photos, is that they have just this huge, huge holiday market. And they even build like, a, I think they still build, a, they, they did it last year, they build like a bar, like a, a whole separate bar area, um, event space. They have their own space where you get your skates and you can rent a private room if you want to for your family. So there's just like so much going on there that it kind of has something for everyone where at Rock Center, the other stuff is inside and it's not outdoor as part of the holiday. Um, but then in talking about lights, uh, this is one of, I think, a great light. This is the Cartier Mansion. So Cartier Jewelers, um, this is the Cartier Mansion. This actually was a mansion. 
And not being a tour guide, you depend on my tour guide to give you the right story. But I'm like 99% sure that the reason Cartier has this mansion is the owner traded it for like an original piece of Cartier jewelry from Cartier. So we'll check that with the tour guides, but I'm like, you know, we'll check that when we send you out the sheet, but I'm like 99% sure. But it's a mansion. This is what all of New York City on the Upper East Side was with these beautiful mansions and it's wrapped in a ribbon and it's cool. And they did have construction last year, so it might've not been done, but that will be up this year. So I love the Cartier mansion. Um, then Diker Heights. Uh, we actually have a program that takes you out to Brooklyn to see the houses in Diker Heights. You might've heard about this. That literally like people set up Christmas decorations that are just like so over the top. I mean, this one is big, but like, some of them are even bigger with like everything's blown up or they have like, you know, 10 foot Santa Clauses with lights all over them. And I mean, it's totally crazy, especially coming from a kid who had a menorah. You know, we had like, we had nine lights max because you had the middle light lit. Um, never had anything crazy like this. Um, but yeah. And, and then there's another part in Queens that's by Whitestone, which no one does tours of because it's kind of far and it's not as big as Diker Heights. But they do some crazy, crazy uh, stuff north of Whitestone in uh, in Queens. They have some pretty crazy houses up there also. They also do their own fireworks for uh, 4th of July, and they never seem to get in trouble for it. So I don't know why, but I went to the fireworks this year, and it was pretty cool. Um, now, this is Columbus Circle, the shops at Columbus Circle, which is right by the entrance of Central Park. They do like an hourly like song and dance, not song and dance. These these stars do like a dance in the air and they move up and down. Um, definitely a great place to do some high-end Christmas shopping. Also some fantastic restaurants in there. Uh, this Doing this spot pairs great if you're doing like a carriage ride or um, a walking tour in Central Park. Definitely a, a good place here to do. Um, the Mandarin Oriental is right there. So we, we have our guests going here a lot. Plus they have like... Um, they give like little concierge booklets to the people that come so they can see what's going on in the space. But definitely a great place to go. These are the people that also own the Hudson Yards, um, the shops at Hudson Yards. So we'll, we're going to mention talk about that in a bit. Um, and then this isn't really lights, but in Grand Central Terminal, there is a annex of the, um, the MTA, the Metropolitan Transit Authority Museum, the Transit Museum. And they actually set up a little version of New York City. And they have a train, you know, a little Lionel train and some vintage train cars that go around the city. Great for kids, great for adults like me who like to tinker with stuff. And I love miniature things, miniature kind of city things. I think they're cool. Um, I think a lot of adults think they're cool. So this is definitely something to go check out. It's easy to do. It's in Midtown. In fact, it is about two blocks east of Bryant Park. So, you know, it's easy to be in Bryant Park and then just walk over to uh, Grand Central Terminal. And they used to do a laser show on the ceiling. And I just haven't seen that they're doing it. This, I'm sure they are. And I just couldn't check the information. I couldn't get in touch with anybody. But we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check on that. But this is the small train stuff. Then there is the huge train stuff, and this goes up on the Bronx. And we've sold this a bunch of times. Um, we do a VIP or we make it part of a Bronx tour. But the New York Botanical Garden in the Bronx does, they build a city. I mean, this is one picture, but like they literally build a city out of organic material. 
and have the trains go through um, their own little train system. It is, I, it is just to me, it's magnificent because it is, it is, it is taking all these bits and pieces of organic material, whether it's water, plant, or whatnot, and literally building out models and then having the trains run through it. Uh, I've never had someone go who doesn't like this. Uh, it runs until like the beginning of January. If we can get people out to the Bronx to do it, if they have enough time, it's 100% worth it. Uh, the Bronx is 100% worth it, but this is the small version, not organic, just cool-looking little things, which I happen to love. But this is like bang. This is like this is like the 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 diamond, and and the other one is like the gold. So um, definitely talk to people about it. We do have a VIP program on that, which I'll we'll make sure that you guys get. And then, of course, there's Christmas trees. How could it be, you know, the holidays without Christmas trees? Now, now, my bad. Um, I forgot to put that the world's largest menorah. I did not put that. Um, with, I meant to do it before the trees and just, I don't know, slipped my mind. Um, the world's largest menorah is just at the entrance of Central Park. So it's like 10 blocks north, like a half a mile north of, uh, of, of Rockefeller Center. So um, it is the world's largest menorah. According to the people that put up that menorah, there is another one in Prospect Park, but this is the world's largest menorah. Um, so something definitely to check out because, you know, New York City does, most of the Jews in the nation probably live in New York City. So um, it's something that's uh, definitely part of the fabric of this city. But this is the famous tree. Everyone wants to come and see it. We actually do work with them that we do sell tickets for a, um, a lighting party that another company puts together and, and we work with them on. It is actually sold out and I don't know if they have another location, but this is a pretty popular thing where people go and see the tree get lit and take pictures when it gets lit in the whole nine yards. So something to think about for next year, if not this year. This year you're going to do Thanksgiving because we still have some spots left. Um, the next tree, which people sometimes bypass, but it's the Met Museum. It's super popular. I'm not saying like they bypass it because it's not great. Some people just don't realize it's there. Metropolitan Museum of Art has their Baroque tree, has little like, you know, ceramic figures dressed in little silk robes. They have the entire crest sheen that's done really, really artistically because it's in an art museum. Um, does get crowds, definitely worth doing. We can include this in some of our tours also. And all the things I'm talking about, we can include on tours uh, and experiences because that's what we do. Um, but we do have our holiday lights and we can incorporate all of this. The one over at the American Museum of Natural History, that's all origami. So it's an, the origami tree. Um, not as popular as the one is at the one at the Met, but I think it's kind of, I, I feel like kids do like it better. They appreciate it more. Um, if you're going, I mean, why wouldn't you go to the Met and why wouldn't you go to the American Museum of National History? So if you are going to be there during the holidays, um, you know, definitely check these out. And most trees go up like just like before or after Thanksgiving. I mean, if you want the full effect of the holidays, come after like the the trees that at Rockefeller Center is like after December 3rd or 4th um, is when you'd want to come. But that's when you're going to get the full effect. And then, like, at the beginning of January, stuff starts to come down, um, like, the first few days. But you still can catch stuff. But there's no more of the crowds. I mean, the, the energy of the people is also what makes this what it is. Because if there's all these lights and trees and there's not really anyone seeing it or there's no energy and excitement, it wouldn't be the same. I mean, people make things electric. And, and um, so you want to come before, you know, 
coming to see him after January 1st really is not as much fun. Uh, this is Prospect Park. This is Grand Army Plaza. This is one of my favorite places. And there's a huge fountain in front of this, by the way. Um, but that's the tree over in Prospect Park. So these are things that we can include, your clients can go see. And then I went through this last year, and this is at the High Line. This is the High Line Holiday Plaza. I'm going to be at fault here. Last year was the first time I went and saw it. And, um, and we just had a blast. Uh, we did go after a drink or two. Um, okay, it was after two, and um, we just thought it was the coolest thing in the world. A bunch of me and my friends can walk through. So it's a lot of fun, great for kids and adults. I feel that the Highline area at nighttime really is an adult area. It's not really as many kids going on that place. But what's that? That's the vessel. That's over at Hudson Yards. And I want, I don't know what they're going to do at Hudson Yards for the holidays. I know when we sent this out, we said, you know, new shopping at the Hudson Yards. And of course, there's going to be tons of holiday shopping at Hudson Yards. It has a huge shops at the Hudson Yards, the same people that are Columbus Circle. And they're going to do cool stuff inside. But you cannot tell me that they are not going to decorate that thing like a giant Christmas tree. It's the vessel. You know, it's what is it? One, two, three, four, five. So like eight stories high. They're going to deck that thing out, and it's going to be really cool to look at. So getting over to that area, now we're going all the way west from Bryant Park over to the water in the 30s, and um, uh, actually the 7 train goes there, but as part of a tour, we can make part of a driver tour, or you can walk over. It is definitely going to be something to see. Um, I, 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 I'm really curious as what they're going to do. I really hope they blow it out of the water because I think it's an interesting, people make fun of it. They call it the golden shawarma and beehive and whatever. Maybe the vessel is kind of a stupid name, but I think it's kind of cool. Um, I can't wait till they deck it out. Um, it will be very Instagrammable. And we did mention like Instagrammable sites. Everything I'm giving you guys is like things that people are going to put up on Instagram. I do happen to think this is one of the most Instagrammable things that you can do during the holidays just because it's so different. and There's differently colored trees. But I would say that, you know, anything that catches people's eye in doing this is, is, is pretty is pretty good for, for Instagram. Um, and then moving on, I said we we're going to talk about the city's best hot chocolate, which I think is very important. Um, when you are going to uh, a place during the winter, I mean, who doesn't want a good cup of hot chocolate? I will say this. If you are going to be around the Bryant Park area and you're doing that whole ice skating and then maybe going to Grand Central Terminal and 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 what I talked about before, um, there since there are so many outdoor stalls at um, Bryant Park, there is a lot of hot chocolate people, you know, companies, good places that sell hot chocolate that you will enjoy but they're not as much art forms. I mean, this hot chocolate here is art form. So we're going to start with City Bakery. City Bakery is over in the Flatiron District. Um, they don't have any other, I don't think they have any other locations anywhere. I'm pretty sure they don't. They're over on the Flatiron on, on 18th Street. They also got good cookies and food and all that stuff, but they do like a mix of dark and milk chocolate. It's really rich, and then they, you can put one of their homemade marshmallows on top. Um, definitely worth getting if you're going to a place where you also want to like maybe get lunch and something sweet. Um, so, so city bakery can serve two purposes, um, around the corner from city bakery. If, if the kids, uh, if maybe grandma and grandpa are going to go over to city bakery with the kids and go get hot chocolate, mom and dad can escape to Sala 19, which is over on 19th street, which is a tapas bar. 
which is super local, doesn't get a lot of tourists. I mean, my office used to be next door. It's one of my favorite places. I still go there. Um, definitely worth for uh, if they can, if the parents can ditch the kids for a little bit, go and go in and get yourself a, a drink. They got good Spanish wines. They got sangria and whatnot. Um, but City Bakery, definitely worth it. You've all heard me talk before about Jacques Torres. When we do our Brooklyn food program, we use Jacques Torres in Dumbo. What's special about Jacques Torres, um, he did have shops in other parts of the country at one point. All his shops now are in New York City. His original shop was in Dumbo when Dumbo was like, like there was not a lot there. Um, Dumbo became popular like everything else. The artists came in, made it cool, and then other people came in. His shop has been there for quite some time. Um, his hot chocolate, he has regular and wicked. It's mostly dark chocolate, but it's still very thick. Um, but the wicked has like some chili and cinnamon and allspice. So a little bit of a different kick. And then some of the stores will also have that uh, peppermint. So, and all the stuff is for sale, you know, at his place. You can take the, you know, not just the cup, you can take like the, 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 the mix home with you. Um, I think he's seven locations in New York City. Um, and then I put in serendipity because God forbid you don't put in serendipity where like every single kid in the world wants to go to, and I get it. Now I'm going to be honest. I don't know if they have hot chocolate. I'm sure they do, but they have frozen hot chocolate. So frozen hot chocolate, it's good. Even during the winter, I've had it. It's worth getting. That's what everybody wants to go there for. You can also go and get the thousand dollar Sunday you got to order it and pay for it, I think, 48 hours beforehand. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a classic. People got to go. It's a staple for kids. And then finally is Mary Bell, and they just don't have great hot chocolate. What I like about it, at their Broom Street uh, location in Soho, they have like a cafe, like a chocolate cafe where you can sit down and get hot chocolate or chocolate. Um, you can get coffee or tea. I mean, like, it's, it's very dainty. Like, it's, in fact, the last time I was there, like these two women, more than two and four women, they were there with like these big Sunday hats and Sunday dresses. And like they had like this little outing in the back of uh, Mary Bell um, uh, chocolate store. And it's, it's really nice inside. It's very uh, kind of antiquish looking. In fact, Alexandria Leaf, one of our food guides, um, our, our top food guide, actually took a group, me and a group there. And we met the owner and she's around. So she definitely pops her head in and out. And if, if uh, Alexandria's taking our people there. She usually lets um, Mary Bell know that they're coming um, so she can come around and say hello. So hot chocolate, definitely important for those clients coming with children. Um, and then with all of these places, just to say serendipity, it's on the Upper East Side. Oops, serendipity, it's on the Upper East Side. So that pairs well with um, that pairs well with going to like see the windows at Bloomingdale's or Barney's, Mary Bell's in Soho, great for shopping. Uh, there's Tata Shopping in Flatiron and also Madison Square Park. And then Jock Durant has seven locations. Go to the one in Dumbo, get yourself out of Manhattan. And then um, I believe we're getting close to finally holiday markets. So I'm going to touch on, you know, there's more holiday markets than these, but these are the ones I think are the best um, in my, my, uh, uh, my, my belief. And so first you have the most popular and famous Union Square Market, which is on 14th Street, um, right between. Um, Fourth and, uh, and and university, so that oh so there's really 
so I just said Fourth Avenue. And people like, is there a Fourth Avenue in New York City? Fourth Avenue in New York City is like six blocks long, and it ends at Union Square, and it starts like six blocks south of Union Square. So it starts at like maybe Eighth or Ninth Street, Eighth Street, and then it becomes Park Avenue. So just throwing that out there. So you have the Union Square Market in that area, easy to get to. Definitely part of our tours that when we do a holiday market program um, or the holiday lights, we can throw this in. Tons and tons of vendors. You can find anything you want. This is Bryant Park. That's the giant skating rink. There's their tree, and their tree's nice. It's not Rockefeller Center, um, but they have a very large skating rink, and then they have all sorts of stores and uh, like you know booths, vendors all around here. It's done really tastefully. It's done really nicely. Definitely worth going. Um, then you have Grand Central has a market. They don't even call it a market. They have a fancy name for it, but the one in Grand Central Terminal is much. It has upgraded gifts, definitely upgraded over these two markets by far. I mean, they have nice stuff. Don't get me wrong. I bought stuff there, but you definitely get a, a, a different caliber over in the Grand Central Terminal Market. I think they call it a holiday fair. Um, you guys must think there's someone like putting cards in front of me when I can't remember things. No, it's just that my, I'm going to be 50 this year and my memory just works slower. And then finally, we have the Brooklyn Bazaar, which does not happen as much. Like these three I talked about, they're like every day for a month. There's Brooklyn Bazaar in like the Gowanus, Borum Hill area. That only happens like on three weekends in December. But again, you know, good reason to get out of Manhattan and go check out some other stuff. So just some holiday programs, and we're going to ship this stuff to you by email after the um, with the replay after this is done, but uh, pre-parade balloon inflation, VIP ice skating, our wonderful Thanksgiving event, holiday lights, Manhattan and Brooklyn. We got the train show, we got private shopping, holiday scavenger hunts. Plus you still need to do the regular tours when you come to New York City because it's not like the Empire State Building isn't important anymore. So the holidays in New York, there's a ton to do. It's exciting, it's fun. Uh, take it from me, I've been here for you know a ton of them my entire life, so it's great. There's our contact info. Uh, there's me, Danielle, and Josephine handle groups. Lisa and Lydia and Lisa handle FITs. They're all wonderful people. Speak to your friends about them. Speak to your friends about us. Um, and uh, and I'm done talking. Thank you. Well, I'll answer questions, but besides that, I'm done talking. Okay. All right, Eric. Well, thank you. And we do have lots of questions, so jumping right into those. Uh, just real quick, refresh us. What is what is Dumbo? What did you mean when you said that? Oh, Dumbo. So in Brooklyn, there is a part of Brooklyn that was, uh, the name was changed probably like in the 70s by the real estate industry down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. So it's a part of Brooklyn that is when you come off the Brooklyn Bridge, it's very close to the Brooklyn Bridge, and then literally the Manhattan Bridge runs above part of the neighborhood. So it's called Dumbo. It's um, it's right. Uh, Brooklyn Bridge Park is right there. So it's an area that's right on the water. It has gone through huge, for lack of a bad, renovation over the last several years. I mean, I was there the other day and I couldn't really. I mean, there's so many tourists there, but there's also a lot of locals. There's a lot of good local places to go. Um, so that's what Dumbo is. Okay. It's right near Brooklyn Heights. Mhm. Mm okay. Good. Good. Thank you. Uh, so, do you have ahead head of the line tickets for the parade and attractions? Well, for the parade, we have our event, which is private, which overlooks the parade. Um, there's no like the, there's no like head of the line for the parade. Um, you just come to our event to get a great a great view, and then 
we always sell VIP tickets when available. And if they're not available, we get timed tickets. So people don't have to wait online as long. If, we, if there's no such thing as a VIP ticket at a particular attraction, we let the clients know. Um, but everything we do is, you know, we're, we're all about skipping the line. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. So we have someone who has clients visiting New York City the 19th through 23rd of November. Are there going to be Christmas lights available for viewing? When does when does that start? When does the tree get lit? Well, no, this year, okay. So the tree is not lit until the beginning of December. And this year, Thanksgiving is late on the 28th of November. So the 23rd, like you may have some of the windows open, but you're not going to have like, you're going to have lights up, like the giant candy canes are going to be up on like, they're like they're giant candy canes. They're up on 57th Street and there's going to be things up, but it's not going to be like full blown, like you're not full blown holiday at all. Okay. So Thanksgiving is really the kickoff for all of that. Yeah, like a couple days before. So like the 23rd is five days before, but like I don't know if like the windows for Macy's are going to be unveiled by the 23rd. Mm -hmm. So like they may be done, but there's covers on them. Like it's just not you just it's not like bang yet. Yeah. Okay. And then there was a question about the Bryant Park skating rink. When that will open this year? Uh, it will be in the link that we're going to send you. <laughs> okay. I just can't good. remember the dates off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll double. I'll have uh, our office. Well, I think Margo's listening to this or Danny. Um, I, that we will check and we'll make sure that's in the sheet. Okay. And you're going to list all the holiday markets in the sheet as well. All the markets right? are going to be in there. The stuff I spoke about, the trees I spoke about, um, the hot chocolate places I mentioned. Um, the lights are a little bit more difficult because they don't really have websites, but we'll just give like a listing of what I said. Um, and like the department stores with the windows. Yeah, all that stuff's going to be in there. And then all of the trips I mentioned. Okay, good. Thank you. So um, I won't shortchange you guys. <laughs> fast forwarding past 2019 into 2020, are you booking for the parade for 2020? Um, we don't have the prices set yet. It's funny. We just had an office meeting, and it was Danny, who's our new marketing manager. It's like the day Thanksgiving is over, we have to start promoting 2020. We'll take bookings at our current prices, but if there is a price change, there will be an additional cost. Okay, good to know. The Thank hotel you. can decide to raise their prices for the space. Yeah. There was a request to see all of the destinations served by uh, Beyond Times Square. Again, do you, can you tell us or do you want to just list? Yeah, I can, I can flip. I'll, I'll say it also. Um, okay. Uh, New York City, Washington, D.C., Boston, Philadelphia, and Niagara Falls. And then we do excursions in like the areas like outside of Boston, we do like the Cape and Outside of D.C., we do like, you know, George Washington's uh, Mount Vernon and whatnot. You know, Hudson Valley for New York City, Long Island. Mm -hmm. Okay, last question for you is, well, actually, we just got one more in. So this one, do you work with Canadian travel agents? Of course. We love our neighbors in the north. Yeah, we work with Canadian travel advisors. We're more than happy to. Um, we have client, we have several clients that come from Canada. So uh, please come visit us. Yeah, good. Okay. All right. I think this is the last question now. Um, will the Christmas events be set up for the first week of December? So I guess 
she's maybe talking about some of the events you talked about, the markets and so forth. Oh, yeah, that stuff's going to be set up right after Thanksgiving. Like Black Friday comes the day after Thanksgiving and the markets are open. Okay, good. All right. Well, that's it, Eric. This has been terrific. Thank you so much. So let me turn it back no, to no, you for closing comments. Yeah. Well, it's probably too early to say Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and whatever other holidays we have. But uh, thanks for coming. Uh, have a great weekend. And please call us with anything that you need. Um, and I say this to, to everyone that we work with is like, you know, even if you just need a restaurant suggestion because you just have no clue, like just send one of us an email. We'll, we'll answer you because we know off the top of our head. Uh, and that's it. Have a great, great day and great weekend. My thanks as well, everybody. Look for that uh, replay in the handout. We'll be sending you an email with all of that. And we thank you all for being with us and now conclude our webinar. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.